0: Yo, 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 we are back with the All The Smoke podcast, Simone and Meek. Hey, hey. You gonna let me say what's up, Simone? What's up, Simone? Hey, hey. God damn it. You know I'm a creature of habit, though, dog. and certain things I just needed to operate a particular way, but that's fine. Um, we are so glad to have you joining us. But before we get started on our recording tonight... We want to give a shout out to the UX for It podcast, yeah, see. which has um, Andre, No Excuses, and Best Seem the Dream. They air Facebook Live every Saturday night, 9 p.m. We also want to give a shout out to the World is Yours radio show, also on Facebook Live Thursday nights, 9 p.m., both of those, Eastern Standard Time. Please check those out if you haven't done so already. And then you can actually be in the chat because yes, Facebook ain't stopping me. Uh, so we'll give you the insight, um, inside track on that. If you choose to want to partake, it is off the chain. Um, but just know, you know, it ain't for everybody. It's not. Okay. Just like we ain't for everybody. These niggas are though. Yes. These niggas is for everybody. Yeah. You know, sorry, not sorry. So anyway, um, What's up with you? How's your week been? How you been feeling? What's up? What's up? What's up? I mean, it's been a typical week. I am glad it is Friday. It's Friday. Friday. Yes. Um, I'm I'm ready for the weekend. Thanks. I am ready. Thanks. No behavior. No weekend. behavior. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was the tag that somebody said earlier? Rooms and back shots (laughs) or some shit like that. (laughs) I'm I'm ready for those too. Rooms and back shots. I'm just saying, you won't be able to get that unless you're You're in in the the chat. chat. So anyway, I mean, me, myself, I've had a pretty okay week. I am also glad that today is Friday. We record every Friday, even though um, we don't always have an opportunity to upload it. Uh, right away is usually uploaded um, Wednesday. on Wednesdays, hump days, sometime Thursdays. I gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger <laughs> today. That's all I'm saying. I do want to be, get more consistent with that, though, and I'm trying to figure out what works best for us. Um, We do like hump day. That's dope. I love hump day. I know you love hump day. Um, So, yeah, maybe we'll stick with that and, and try to be a little bit more consistent that way. Um, sorry, guys, we do have lives other than talking to you guys. Um, not much more going on than this, but, <laughs> but we do have other things. So, um, what are we talking about tonight? So, one of the things that I've been thinking about lately is platonic um, friendships between women. So, mm-hmm. you and I have been together not together in that way guys imagine it <laughs> keep on imagining but we've been together for what 20 years over 20 years over, 20 years. over 20 years see I don't have fear of commitment at all I don't have fear of commitment I just realized just now that I have no excuse I do not have fear of commitment because we've been together for over 20 fucking years and yeah, clearly <laughs> bitch sorry I tried but one of the things that makes me think about and we often hear this um, I'm sure I'm not unique in this when some of my other girlfriends get into relationships it almost seems like our friendship stops developing Yeah, Um, and it just really made me think about um, how women value our relationships with other women And are we just using them as kind of like placeholders until we find this nigga? Yeah, until we find this nigga. Because I I think it happens a lot of times. I got a sip on that. That's hurtful. No, but think about it. One of the things that I've been thinking about, (laughs) and this might be a stretch, but hear me out. Okay, I'm ready. I think there's some women, particularly the pick-me-choose-me-love-me types, um, shade definitely intended or the ones that I see kind of exhibit this relationship. They almost use their girlfriends, their platonic girlfriends, as kind of like friendship holding cells, right? So I want to hold you here. I want you to support me. I want you to encourage me as I walk through or navigate single. The valley of the shadow. <laughs> <laughs> as I walk through like this single life, yeah. But the minute I get someone to pick me, choose me, and or love me, it's like deuces to that friendship that True. we had developed. And it's almost like I got my release date, bitch. I got a nigga who chose me. Deuces. Where's my papers? Getting my shoestrings, bitch. <laughs> Yo, that's that's deepest. Fuck. I have not actually sat down and thought about it in depth that way. I've definitely seen those women, right? And you have their friends It's like, girl, ever since you got with Mike, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, you ain't even been kicking it with us no more. You don't spend time. You don't talk to us anymore. You don't do this. And she like, I mean, me and my man. And it's like, yo. And as soon as that man fucked up, hey. she back calling you again. Guess what this nigga did? Yes. I don't know, bitch. Who the fuck is this? I don't know who you are anymore. <laughs> Shit, I never knew who this nigga was. Mike who? <laughs> Mike Jones. I don't know. Like... I I mean, I actually think that the relationships that we have with our our friends, and I'm not just saying it applies to women, I think it applies to men as well, that I know you and I tend to hold those relationships in high esteem. And quite honestly, I mean, I never really make a comparison between who I'm dating and my friends, but I always think about um, the crossover, so to speak. Like if if I bring a nigga into the fold and my friends are kind of like, Mm-mm. Well, there was this one time. There it be bitch. <laughs> Yo, let me say something. Y'all should have grabbed me by the back of my neck and stuck my face in my own shit. You understand know what I'm <laughs> And took the newspaper and swatted my fucking no bitch. No. Uh-uh. Cause you're not listening. And it here. yes. Yeah. <laughs> And you see how that worked out. So, anyway, Child. I barely got of that with my life. <laughs> um, dead ass, though. Like, you, I mean, if you don't have that type of relationship with the people that you call friends, and I do want to clarify, I ain't talking about bitches you cool with. Yeah. I'm talking about people that are actually a part of your tribe, a part of your circle, who you, you know, you ride for, they ride for you, and these your people. One of the things that I have to say, though, so, like, I get what you're saying about, like, shake me, tell me to get out of this. One of the things in that moment, in this particular situation we're talking about, one of the things that was really important to me is that I never wanted to make you choose, right? Like, and I think in that situation, how you felt, like, in that honeymoon stage... Yeah. You know I'm awesome with beginnings. Yeah. I'm awesome with beginnings, so, yeah. I did not... It wouldn't have worked out well for anybody, right? For for any of us. Word. It would not have worked out well if I had put you in a situation where I made you feel like you had to choose between me or the boy. True. And, I mean, I can see where you're coming from. And I would have to say that, like, I apologize for you even feeling like there would have to be a choice. Because I get what you're saying. And, I mean, I can reflect back and I can think back. To, like you said, the beginning and, you know, all of this hope that's placed in this situation and, you know, all of the, um, like you said, the honeymoon shit and, you know, all the, like, fake-ass promises that nobody intends on keeping and, you know what I mean? Like, just the, just the regular nice part of getting to know the person you think you're looking at, <laughs> right? I get it. Like I said, I'm not joking when I say I love beginnings because as i said before, I'm nosy as fuck. So when I can, like, meet someone that I don't know, and I, like, start exchanging information with them, and it's interesting to me. You know what I mean? It's like the anthropo- anthropological, that's it, um, side of me that's, like, all about people. You know what I mean? And so I want to know, like, who you are, where you came from, how you develop your, you know, worldview. You know what I mean? Like, just, I want to know that thing about people. And so when that happens in and like, intimate setting, I'm even more intrigued. You know I mean? I do it with people all the time, but I'm even more intrigued. And so I could get it, like, in the beginning, you're sitting like, uh, I see these red flags and shit that clearly she's ignoring and or am not seeing in that moment. Hopefully she come around. And some dumbass, ridiculous time period later, you're like, damn, bitch, you never, you never saw, like, what I could see, like, the writing on the wall from the rip. And I think that it is that idea that we can't or shouldn't say something to someone we care about, um, like you said, for fear of like putting them in a <laughs> fucked up situation. So, like, I just we you and I had a conversation. We made conversations. We did talk about it. I did tell you I ain't like bull. Yeah, but it was never like I'm gonna stop fucking with you because I don't like bull. No, no, and that was the thing I, I wanted you. I wanted to kind of reinforce. I fuck with you. I yeah. love you. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about this nigga. Right. I don't. I don't. Right. Facts. But I wasn't willing to let, you know, my dislike or disdain for him, you know, infringe on the relationship that you and I had created. Right. No. And not, like I said, I feel that. I think though that sometimes we do have to take that chance. You know what I mean? Like we have to take that risk. I will admit, there have not been situations with you where I felt like I needed to be like, run, bitch. You know what I mean? Like I've not been in that situation, you know what I mean, like, you and I have said before, enough for the you are cautious, life? probably sometimes overly <laughs> so, I'm like, run towards the light, <laughs> Carolyn, the fuck go towards enough the enough light, the you know what I mean, so I do, I do get it, um, but I, I, I would have to say, even though I've not been in that situation, that I believe that I would feel comfortable enough to say, You know, I don't think this is good for you. And you know that I'm going to have legitimate, valid, um, well thought out, insightful reasons. It's not like, I just don't like this nigga because he's taking your time type thing as much as this. I don't like the way he talks to you. I don't like, you know what I mean? The vibe I get when X happens. You know, I don't like shit. You know, we watch for indicators that don't have nothing to do with how he, you know, interacts with us. Mm -hmm. I'm at the restaurant with you. I'm seeing how you talking to the waitress. You know, we're out with you. I'm seeing you know how you're interacting, you know, with other people. That's telling me a lot about you right there. So then I'm pulling you to the side, like sis. You see that? I Amy, mean, did you peep that? I don't have to come to you and say, leave him alone or stop fucking with him, but I definitely am gonna throw them little things, the little bugs out there for you to catch on to make an informed decision for you. Cause shit, I will be the first to say there were plenty of shit I saw. Plenty of things that I experienced that were direct smacking me in my fucking face. And for whatever reason, I'll say whatever crazy reason at this particular time, looking back, I made decisions, like the decisions that I wanted to make, you know what I mean? Informed or otherwise, you know what I mean? So it's like, to know that you have, like you said, the support that you have in your corner, to know that you have a friend who is going to pull your coat to some shit and you know what I mean? Have your back, um... I think it's really important, like I said, sometimes you gotta like risk it, so would you say that you stayed in this previous relationship longer than you should have because you guys had a significant period of time in already? like what was the motivation that kind of like kept you? Mm. so you're saying like out of obligation, yeah. You had invested all this time into the relationship. Was that part of the reason why you didn't, um, you know, throw in the towel earlier, I guess? Like you mentioned, you know, red flags. So at some point you saw them, right? And even after seeing them, like you, you made a conscious decision to stay. Do you think that you felt an obligation or a sense of duty to stay because of that amount of time y'all were in the relationship? So a part of me would have to say yes um, because I think that we are kind of taught to stick and stay, right? I think that some of the messages that we receive is like, if you care about somebody, then you won't just give up on them. And, you know, considering some of the things that I chose to overlook and or deal with, except whatever you want to call it, um, it even goes beyond my level of comprehension right now. But I do think that If I look at the collective, then hell yeah. You know what I mean? I felt like I was, um, I kind of beholden to him for some weird reason. Um, Not because he made me feel like I owed him anything, but because I think I was trying to convince myself that like, yo, I can do it this time. You know, I can make a relationship work this time. You know what I mean? I'm not going to um, turn my back on him when times get hard. I'm going to um, fix it. You know what I mean, I'm going to fix the problem and then we'll be good and I'll be able to demonstrate to myself that I can have a successful relationship, whatever success looks like um, or whatever it looked like to me at that time. Because I think that for me, I very much was thinking a lot about previous relationships. And I mean, I've mentioned before plenty of times about, you know, coming from a serial monogamy kind of um, background, me personally, not what I saw growing up actually the total opposite of what I saw growing up. Cause my mom was never in a relationship um, that I saw until literally I was like a grown, grown, grown ass adult, which was weird as fuck to watch. But I didn't get to see that from her. So for me, it was like, it's going to be successful if it lasts, not considering what needed to happen during the time that we were actually experiencing each other in this relationship. And so, um, I think I kind of convinced myself that if I could endure a certain amount of shit and we could get past a certain amount of shit, then we would have something that um, would be longstanding. And so it was less about him and more about me um, and my own shit and that own, my own toxic ass thought pattern about what relationships are supposed to be and what they're supposed to look like. So yeah, I definitely think that I um, I played myself that way because this man, in, in almost every sense of the way, pretty much told me this is a no-go. Um, anything that you could possibly think of <laughs> in terms of, you know, in, in, in terms of him saying, the only thing he did not do was say out his mouth, ain't leave shit, me, leave me, <laughs> leave me leave bitch, me. you should leave me. Matter of fact, it would be like, I ain't shit, dot, 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 please don't leave me, you know what yes. I mean? help me be some. help me be shit, you know what I mean, type thing. And so it was it was me, it was me um, that, you know, made the decisions in spite of. And this is not to make excuses. Like I said, I knew when something would come up that, you know, was unhealthy or something that would come up that didn't make me feel good or when something would come up that made me question who the fuck I was as a person, like as a whole person, I'm like looking from my like the outside of my body in like, Sis, who is you like oh baby what are you doing, doing. Yes. like on a multitude of occasions and like I said I consciously made the decision every time to stay and as a matter of fact this same relationship is the only relationship that I've ever been in had, to have had it in and then I go back and then it in and then I go back and so even that I'm like what the fuck I was given the out multiple times and it's like you you let us abuse. You know, how what much I mean? do you, you think sex had to do? Oh girl, we ain't gonna oh, yeah. be honest though, how much did you think sex factored into hey. how long and why you stayed? That makeup that, that, <laughs> that makeup was worthy, bitch. I don't even wear makeup, but whatever the brand yes. is, what what is it? What is the bitch Rihanna shit called? Fenty. Fenty? That shit was fancy, Okay? <laughs> That's how we gonna describe it. Okay? That shit was Fenty. Okay? I'm like, God damn. I mean, this motherfucker moved out of state at one point. And we would be on motherfucking FaceTime and I'm like, so you not coming back? Or like you gonna just stay out there? Or... on the phone? Yes! <laughs> Period! <laughs> Period! Okay, so I, I, yeah, I mean, I won't use that as an excuse. Um, but I will say, like kind of going back to the obligation or and or feeling like um there were like other motivators for me to continue in some shit that I knew wasn't good for me. I definitely think that um we do this thing where you know we think that we're in love with a person, but really we're in love with an experience and a feeling that a particular isolated ass moment like offered, right? So once again, I'll probably, it's probably the third time I'm saying it, I love beginnings. And in the beginning, this little motherfucker tried his best to court the shit out of me. Okay? This nigga had, like, some, he had some lines, especially in the beginning. He had some motherfucker. This is the only motherfucker that ever approached me on some like, I deserve you. And you deserve the love that I can give you. And I'm like, I might have to see what, that, what, what, that, what that's <laughs> about. I might have to see what this love looks like. Like, I might to see, like. I was curious, like I was not at that time looking for a fucking relationship. I said that explicitly, I wasn't interested. I was on some what's up with this f w v yeah I mean, you know you're a little cute what's up like I was not looking to like get wrapped up into like a new commitment or whatever, and I allowed you know what I mean that you know like i said that that courting behavior that being pursued that. You know, because he was persistent as fuck for real. Like, he was persistent. Like, I allowed that to overshadow my better judgment because I think everything in me, like that intuition that we talk about, was like screaming, This ain't right. This ain't for you. Almost every fucking person, not just you, and I know you know this, but almost every fucking person that came across him at one point in time kind of like didn't come out right outwardly to me and say, Nah, this ain't it. But like everybody was sending me these like little shots, these little hints like. Mm. And one of my girlfriends outwardly fucking said to him, who is you? He said, I'm with her. She said, no, you ain't because she wouldn't even go for no shit like this. Dead ass. Dead ass. Because you ain't even who she would who she would normally go for. So I don't believe you. Little motherfucker was irritated. He was egged, OK, he was aggy. OK, over that shit. But it was like. It was true. It was true. And for all of those reasons, I didn't fucking pay attention. And for all those reasons, I chose to turn a fucking blind eye for all those reasons. And more, I think further in a very sick and toxic way played into why I stayed. It's like, no, I can't prove all these people right. You know what I mean? I have to like, like try my damnedest to like not prove myself right. In this particular instance, as crazy as it sounds to be fighting with yourself over a nigga like, I felt like plenty of times, if I if I give up on this thing, then I look stupid. I'm going to feel stupid. Not considering the fact that every day that goes by, right? You looking stupid. You just looking stupid. more stupid, right? You feeling more dumb, right? You know what I mean? Like everybody around you is yes. like, "Damn, she didn't drink the Kool Aid <laughs> hard yes. with extra sugar that out nigga this bitch." A Jim Jones Her- uh-uh. did ass. Did she eat his red sauce? It's what the fuck. I started looking at myself like, w- what did you do? Like, cause I'm dumb as fuck right now on a regular basis. And it was crazy because I finally had to decide that I was willing to risk those things in order to get out. You know what I mean? Cause I tried even towards the end. It was like, let me try this old, you know, it ain't you know. It ain't you is me type shit. Let me try this old. Uh, I can't give you what you want type shit. Let me try You're this old. Yeah, you you know. I ain't for you type shit. This, this, this nigga proposed to me and wanted to get married. And when I told him no, he got angry, and then tried to talk to my mom. My mom don't like you. Yes, my mom don't like you, bro. Like that's that's, that's the wrong tree to work up. Like my mom don't even like you, and you already know. She ain't like no fucking buy. So if you ain't got no end with my mom, you wasn't going to handle no end in with me long term. Not for real, for real, because it's going to cause too much, you know, contention between my family. And that shit was too important to me. So, like, it was all of these things. And like I said, towards the end, I had to just be like, yo, um, I'm willing to risk it. Whatever the consequences are of these things. And they ended up being pretty, se- you know, severe and significant consequences. Mm-hmm. I won't get into that. I wasn't harmed physically, but just say that they, you know, with some pretty si- significant and severe consequences, the kind of like dead-dead relationship. But, you know, even afterwards, like we don't acknowledge, um, or at least we don't outwardly discuss the grief and loss that comes from um, an ending of a toxic mm-hmm. relationship. All we, all we talk about is like, good girl, you got out of there. Or "Or that's what's up, dude, you know me, you, you let her go or whatever. But we don't talk about, this motherfucker was a significant part of my life every day for the last X amount of years. So, of course, there are going to be um, some feelings of loss there mm-hmm. because it wasn't always bad. If it was the fuck always bad, most people, mm-hmm. yeah, would leave sooner. Right. Nobody could possibly believe in their right mind. Even when you see some shit that I would very much consider abuse because was a very abusive relationship. Nobody could possibly look at it and be like, damn, you don't see this. This shit fucked up all the time because it wasn't. It has ebbs and flows. And, you know, the thing that kind of like speeds up this, uh, you know, decision to leave most of the time for people is like, now the, the bad start outweighing the good more, right? And that's what I'm I, I'm not able to manage any longer. I can't make the excuses I used to make anymore. I can't rely on the quote unquote good memories anymore. You know what I mean? The honeymoon period has been buried at this point. Like it doesn't exist. And the person that I thought I loved isn't showing up anymore. You know what I mean? So I'm not one of those people that talk about um, if I loved you, I always love you. That's not me, right? And I realize why. Partially, and this is like, once again, no no shade against nobody um, that I've ever been with, but I never really loved them. You know what I mean? I think I've been in strong lust with a bunch of niggas. I think I've had some really, um, really super amicable, positive, strong fucking... You know, whatever with people. But the thing that I think about when I think about love, I can't say was there for me, at least. And it makes it even easier kind of when I'm done, I'm done type thing. And I know you're similar that way. Mm -hmm. Like when when the shit is over, Mm -hmm. right? When the last chapter has been read, right? Then the book closes. Thanks for coming out. God bless. Facts. Facts, Right now. I know some people put these books on their shelves. Okay. I set a whole bonfire out the backyard of these motherfuckers. Okay. They're going to keep me warm for the next couple of seasons when it come around and I decide that, you know, enter into some hopefully more productive and healthier, you know, mm-hmm. behavior because I acknowledge that I participated in the toxicity for myself. You know what I mean? It's never one-sided for me. Every relationship that I've ever been in that has ended, I always consider the role that I played, and what made it great, and what made it not so great. I always try to consider that, because... And I, let me say, I don't mean to cut no, you, please, go but ahead. I think that that's important. I think that people like to ascribe, like, complete blame to one part. I think that anytime a relationship is over, you know, unless we are talking about, like, out-and-out out, like, domestic, physical, or emotional abuse, I think sure. that anytime a relationship ends, each party shares in the responsibility for why, you know, it didn't last. Even if that... Part of your responsibility is that you didn't set the boundaries. You didn't, you know, um You didn't ask for what you wanted. Right. right. Yeah. You even, didn't. Ask, even right. then, I'm I'm not saying that, you know, I, I don't think it's a good idea to get into the habit of refusing to look at what part you played right. in um, a relationship that has dissolved. Exactly. But you know what the other thing, thinking about being in relationships with people longer than you should, I think that people are afraid to say. Um, more so in the beginning, I think that you're a cool person, right? I know I'm a cool person, right? But together, we're not good, right? It always has to be, well, I mean, you're a good person. I'm a good person. we just going to make these pieces right. fit, right? We're going to make these puzzle pieces fit. And one of the analogies that I used to always say, um, especially because of, you know, my, my professional background, um, I like to use analogies because people can relate to them better, like the pictures that they can conjure up in their minds. Is that, um, especially for him, it it started with him with making me think of this. When we were good, though, and there were times that I noticed we're we're in a good space, but something still ain't right. Right. I noticed that I looked at it like he is a circle and I'm an octagon. Right. And we would try to fit these pieces together. And while you can put them together. Right. The octagon is going to have to shave down those pointy sides to fit. And that circle was going to always be missing something. Right. And so that was kind of one of the ways in which I allowed myself. And this is really before I started peeping this before the actual true abuse, you know, toxic, real shit start coming out. Because I started peeping. There are things that this man is asking me for that I'll never be able to give him. Not even be able to. I don't want to. Right. Like marriage and children right and there are things that i feel like i have to change and or curb about myself that i like that i enjoy in order to appease him and so this shit ain't never going to work cuz somebody always going to lose and although we could kind of you know sort of kind of fake happy we'll never actually be um whatever that looks like what happy you know we'll never be content with one another we'll never be um able to have a productive, healthy, progressive relationship because of that by itself. And I think if I was able to get him on board with that idea earlier, we might've been able to save each other some heartache. But I think, you know, what they said, the heart wants what the heart wants. And I think he had it in his mind that he said it from the rip. I deserve you, right? So whatever I represented in his mind, he thought he should have. And in that time when he said that nut ass shit, It sounded romantic to me. You know what I mean? And and so I bought that idea. But it was going to be mismatched from the rip. Because we didn't see things the same way. We didn't want the same things. We definitely weren't progressing at the same pace. And so I think that if people were honest with themselves in relationships earlier on to say, damn, I would love for this to be a thing. But it can't be. Because you're, you know not because it's a flaw with you or a flaw with me, but together, we're not the best. We're not the best people we can be together. And I would want to be with somebody that makes me feel better than I am by myself. Like, that used to be one of my taglines. Black Planet, I'm calling age. Now now I'm hitting hitting the age, okay? My literal tagline on Black Planet was, looking for the one who makes me better than I am by myself. And used to say, dot, 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 friend or foe. And I used to say that all the time. Like, if you can't come into my life and improve some shit, whether that's my mood, when I'm down, whether it's these pockets, you know what I mean, with some shit falling short, if you can't add, then you're literally by default subtracting. That's how I see it, mm-hmm. at least. And I'm like, in relationships, come and do no harm, right? Yeah. And so people aren't honest with themselves in that way. And I think that they do themselves a disservice and you waste a lot of people's time because you're not willing to be honest, you know what I mean. With what it is that you think, feel, and or want, or what you observe, fucking around with that honeymoon shit. Because all of it feels great in the beginning, and you overlook a lot of shit when you're in a good space. You ever notice how, like, when you're in a relationship, right? And just when you're fucking with people, period. Because I ain't gonna put a relationship Thank thing on you. Thank you. Um, you made me nauseous. I know. But when you're when you're dealing with someone, how about is that is that good? Can you accept it? I guess. Okay. When you're when you're dealing with someone, and like you guys are vibing, things is cool and everything, whatever. Something might come up that's like a little pet peeve, right? Or something might come up that's like an irritant, right? And you peek the shit. You like, oh, I don't like the way this nigga chill. All right. I mean, I'm being petty. I don't like the way this nigga chill. Whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Some months go down the line. Y'all having a rough patch, or y'all going through some shit, and it's been a combination of some other shit. And that is this nigga chewing and you had to stop from choking him the fuck out because now this thing that was just like, oh, that's a little bit bothersome. Now has become, I'm ready to like take the air off this fucking room so you can stop breathing so I don't have to ever hear you chew again. Like I'm exaggerating like fuck right now, but you, you ever notice how mm-hmm. we overlook these quote unquote quote unquote little things? The microaggressions the microaggressions fix yes. until they get compounded with other shit and now all of a sudden everything is everything is danger Bitch. fatality i don't like you're no longer allowed to eat in my home i unfriend you i unfriend you eat in your car before you get to me <laughs> eat in your kitchen before you get to me eat at your mother's house before you get or to don't me. eat i don't give a or fuck. don't eat <laughs> you are not allowed to eat in my home, sir. Sorry, or ma'am. Yes. Sorry. (laughs) Go home, Roger. (laughs) Go home. Thanks, yo. We overlook the little shit until the little shit becomes the big shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I definitely, you know, that's a long-winded response to your question, but um, I do think that it's a thing. And I think that is something that we um, should consider, you know, when we're out here dating. Um, or what is it? Dating with a purpose or whatever the fuck that means. Um, I'm dating because I'm dating. It That's what I'm anything. doing. I'm dating because I'm dating. Not everybody is into the escalator shit, right? I told you before. I don't, Like, fuck escalator. When we talk about escalators, right? If you ever even talk about it, I'm talking about these relationships that start. I'm really interested in the going down part. Facts. Right? <laughs> <Bad. laughs> Go down, baby. Go down. Go down, baby. But like, no, seriously, the escalator shit is these motherfuckers, and it's 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 the it's the expectation of most people, even though it's not true for everyone, that you get into a relationship with the expectation that it's going to go up somewhere to something else to some next level shit, right? And I, I mean, kind of going off of your joke for real, but I do, I I reference more of like an elevator. Because my thing is, I'm getting in on the ground floor, but you can easily go to this basement. Yeah. Like, you look, you can, you already know. I'm not bullshitting when I say, you come off of my fucking report after seven years. I could have fucked the shit out of you seven years ago. I'd be like, yo, bro. I think seven years is generous. What's good with what you, dude? My dude. What's up? Hi, mom. <laughs> yeah. You. All that shit. It go over you like damn. Wait, I thought you said that was your ex. No, I said that was my friend. <laughs> Fuck you. No, I said that's 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 that some nigga. That was my friend that I know. <laughs> what do you mean? Like I'm I, I, the elevator thing is more applicable to me. It's more palatable for me. I, I, everybody don't want to go up somewhere. Marriage is not the end goal for every fucking person. Nor is it the end goal for every relationship. And more importantly for me, and I said this actually in the fucking chat. I said most people have this thing where they already have this idealized version of what they want their life to be. Right. I want to be married. I want to have kids. I want to do this thing. And then they go out and try to find that person that they're going to fit into this romanticized view of their lives. And I tend to feel like I do the other, I do it the other way around. I get with you. Right. And then I can decide individually where I can and can't go with you. So I think that, your analogy for you personally is a little bit different because people who are quote unquote dating with a purpose, dating to get married, dating to have children, dating to build empire. Shut <laughs> up. Shut <laughs> up. Um, I think they are thinking about doing this with one specific person, right? So am I. You are not. I am. I am treating my relationships individually individually, right. but you get different things from different relationships. So, so what I should say is that those people who are looking at it from a monogamous perspective are looking for their partner to have all of these things encompassed in one body. Yes. Right. And so I think that makes, um, I, I think that that is how I would differentiate the difference between you and other people. Okay. I think I that can you it. could look at a person and say, Oh, I like this person. This person's cool. Let me see who this person is. Let me see for myself what this person brings to me. Yes. Without the expectation that he's going to be everything I need. Right. 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 Because you um, are open to the idea of other people also bringing other things to the table. Yes. Without this expectation that you were going to be and do everything I need a partner to do. Absolutely. But I also want to be clear though that I can be in relation with more than one person. And for one of those people say, Hey, you know what? I want a, you know, I could consider marriage with this person. Right. And I could look at another person and say FWB and I could look at another person and say, you know, I mean, I don't do the whole boyfriend as a title because I think that no shade it's kind of juvenile. Like yeah. we owe this shit. You can't really be my boyfriend, um, but like my dude, right? Like whatever that means, like my my guy, my person, right? I could do that and separate these people in that way. Um, so I don't want to like have that be like a, a misunderstanding. But I agree with you that I'm definitely not coming from this one person that's going to bring every fucking thing I ever need in a person. Right, you weren't. But I think that most people who are quote unquote like dating for a purpose or dating Mm -hmm. to find marriage or dating to have kids are looking at it from that perspective and then they get mad when that fucking person can't meet all of those fucking expectations true yes true story so true story oh (laughs) my (laughs) god I have a hard time kind of identifying with a a lot of the stuff, a lot of your piece, because I don't, I don't have relationships like this. (laughs) You don't have relationships. (laughs) Because you don't have what? I don't have relationships like that. Hmm. My relationships don't look like this. What do they look like? They look like sex. Yes. My relationships look like look like sex. <laughs> they look like, sound like, and smell like sex. <laughs> I you have know. awesome relationships. <laughs> I cannot. I so, cannot. I, I don't, I'm. I am selfish. I've made that disclaimer before. And other and other podcast episodes. I am unapologetic in my selfishness. Um, and so when I when I am with somebody, for me, um, it is going to be short-lived. I'm, I'm very flighty. I could be madly in love with you on Tuesday and Thursday morning. Oh my goodness. Good day, sir. I'm done. Good day. I what, say good day. What's next? I don't <laughs> fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> Who's next? I don't I'm just not hardwired that way to want to be in a committed relationship with anybody right now. Um I have done my time in relationships. I am currently on a relationship work release program. Um, I'm not entertaining <laughs> any talk of serious commitment. <laughs> I just don't need that kind of negativity in my life. Right now. not negativity, though. I cannot. I cannot. So help me understand how these non-relationship relationships how do they end? Like, how do they come full circle? So i already told you, I'm flighty. <laughs> God, they end when I wake up <laughs> and say, oh, "I've had enough." I unfriend you. I'm done. Thank you. Next. <laughs> Thank you for coming out. God bless. Good night. <laughs> yes. That is Russell everything. Simmons having <laughs> ass relationships and shit. death comedy jam love. Because <laughs> these niggas are jokes. But um, no, seriously though, like so, you essentially decide, but then, how is that communicated to the non-partner in this non-committed? relationship structure um i just stop communicating <laughs> yes that's usually how it goes so essentially you just like ghost the niggas yeah so yeah. i should start calling you casper off this bitch <laughs> you're literally their boo yeah yeah, yeah. that works you said, when you call me boo, I mean, literally, I yes. can't, I'm not, I'm not. I hate a spirit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's me. That's, that's kind of fucked up though, no? I mean, no, on some no. real shit though. No, no, seriously. on some Seriously. No. No. Seriously, on some real shit though. I, am... I know you did ask, um, yes. but I'm, I'm about to challenge you real quick. Knowing that you and you said it yourself, there is no emotional connection involved, right? Essentially, it is the quintessential physical relationship. Mm-hmm. What would then stop you from saying, "This has fulfilled its purpose. I no longer wish to do do this. Do you? This has come to an end. What stops you? Uh, I don't want to." <laughs> That's what stops me. I just feel like... You want to keep them on the string, like... you like, soap on a rope. Yeah, because I, I, I want to pop back in three weeks later, like... Hey, big kid. Yes. Like soap on a rope. Yeah. Like a yo-yo. No, like soap on a rope. Ah! <laughs> okay, yes. Yes. Exactly. I was wondering how many times I had to say that for you to get where I was going. Exactly. Yeah. Just like that. So... Your non-communication is yes. it a no. It's a not right now. So I think I think that there's a mutual understanding. Is there? Yeah, no. I'm, I make it very clear. Look, I'm not interested in a relationship. I want to hang out. I want to have fun. When it stops being fun to me, I stop. Okay, that's fair. And like I said, I'm not, I'm not challenging your decision with ending it. I'm essentially challenging your decision with how you choose to end it. Because it sounds like you never really ended. It's kind of like, hey, I'm going to have you hanging out unless and until I decide to have fun, quote unquote, again. Or when it becomes fun again. Yes. That is correct. I swear. If y'all could see her face right now and how dead ass she is. This is regatta ridiculous. And you see nothing wrong with this approach. I don't. <laughs> you ain't on trial, bitch. The fuck? I just wanted to speak clearly into the mic. I didn't want that to be muffled. So that when these niggas jump in that inbox, they know exactly what they signing up for? Exactly. <laughs> Like, I, I'm busy. I have a lot of you stuff are. going on. You do. I got a lot of stuff going on. Fixed. I don't have the time or the desire right now to invest any more than fun into any relationship. When that changes, I imagine my view and outlook will change. But right now, I'm busy, bitches. <laughs> Send me news. <laughs> Make my day. Yo, somebody said to me, "Send nudes if you dare, because then I can compare them to all the other dudes." Oh, <laughs> I I <laughs> but, but wait, wait for me to ask for them. You don't like unsolicited no. dick pics. Wait for me, because I'm gonna ask. So just, just chill out. Relax. Just be patient. Yes. Exercise some Pop patience. your popcorn. You wait for it. It's coming. <laughs> no Netflix all chill. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> time for this <laughs> that's not how this works that's not how <laughs> any of this works like Damn. real shit. i think i don't think that there's anything wrong with saying hey i'm really busy right now my life is really hectic right now um and so i'm not i, I make that clear i don't ever want to um Play with anybody's feelings. Yeah, or, like, misrepresent yeah, yeah. your quote-unquote intentions. Exactly. No, I feel and that. so I, I make it clear to people. And so in my mind, I, I think that anybody who connects with me in that way, they're going to know that I'm not looking for anything serious, that I'm not looking for um, any, like, you know, attachment to you other than a physical one, however momentary it is. Um, so that way, when I, when I decide, well, eh, it's no longer fun. I'm gonna move on, I think that um nah i'm I'm joking when I say that like I'm challenging you because I think that for one, um guys have done this forever. um, let's just be real about that, and I think it's something to be said about a woman who knows exactly what she wants, goes after that thing, and can like verbalize and stand by it. Because I think the expectation and/or like assumption is that um, women, it, it's like a trick almost. Like I'm going to say this thing, but in reality, um, there's going to be something behind it. Like I'm trying to trick you into believing that I only am interested in, you know, this physical part of the relationship in order to get your buy-in to get you then to do something else later, i.e. develop an emotional connection to pursue, like what I said, something on that escalator effect um, or whatever. But we've said before, there are women out here who have a very like particular desire for a certain type of relationship. And many women only want like what you said like a physical relationship but what do you do in those instances where you might have this agreement with a man and then find that he's not 100 um, percent about what it is that he's agreeing to so he's saying oh yeah I'm with that I'm cool I understand I'm on the same type of time as you and then you find out later on he's trying to push you in like a Another direction. Um, I've actually had that situation pretty recently, uh, and my reaction is the same. Ooh, I'm out of here! <laughs> Yikes! I'm out of here. You do like a like a goodbye fuck the sex was good, yeah. Like on some trace songs, definitely. this the last time yeah, shit. Definitely <laughs> if the sex is good. If it's not, it makes it so much easier. Yeah, but you ain't really into sticking around too much anyway if yeah, the but sex ain't what you, you perceive as good. I don't though. even need soap on the road. Just like, ah, I'm done. <laughs> you were already plotting your escape. Yes. Facts. True story. <laughs> I'm sorry. this. I'm, just- I'm well aware <laughs> by the way well aware i will be your alibi any day Child, you better be. anything you need because that's just sad it's not sad it's a beautiful thing actually no nah, i was thinking about your reasons for wanting to leave that's what's sad. Yeah, i'm playing my little violin <laughs> In memory of. And the little violin would still be bigger. (laughs) What's smaller than Micro Ping? A coochie. (laughs) You're bumping coochies in his (laughs) shoes. A big clit. Not even. I've seen clits bigger. I'm just saying. They exist. Oh, I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. Yeah. And that's when you got to say. We bumping coochies? Yes. You gonna give me some pussies? We gonna scissor tonight. Sorry, sir. Get the stri- <laughs> I swear, I look for an opportunity to say that almost every episode. It always presents itself. That warm's my heart. It presents itself much easier than what it is you're looking for in between his nigga legs. Yes. I need to give him the strength. Put this on the <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it weren't hurt. Not a bit. <laughs> I'm sitting here shaking my head. This shit, at some point, it becomes unfunny. It's depressing. It's always funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Y'all niggas don't believe us. But ladies know. And the ones that kill me are the ones with these huge fucking eagles. Mm, these mm, tiny mm. little dicks. How mm, mm, mm. kind of so? Because BDE is a state of mind. It is not reflective yes. at all. Yes. It's not reflective at all yes. of the love below. Andre D. <laughs> the love below. It's not indicative It is an attitude It is a way of being That is all It helps But it's not indicative Y'all niggas out here trying to trick a bitch Trying Yes Trying They do I am sad For those women I am sad I am those women (laughs) It is me. I am sis. Yes, sis this is, is me. me. And they wonder why motherfuckers walking around with attitudes and shit. Yes. I can't. I deserve to be angry. I've earned it. Once again, look, I'm just going to say this last thing. We can keep this shit pushing. Ladies, it's a PSA. Stop placating these niggas. Fuck their egos. Your ego can't be bigger than your dick. Period. I'm done. I'm sorry. It's, it shouldn't be a thing. From now on, I declare that your ego cannot be bigger than your dick. And I'm done. Where's the mic? No, I can't drop it. Because oh, okay. technically it's yeah. not Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying. Do you have anything to add? Because I feel like essentially we've got the core essence. I feel like the whole thing, we could have really just said that. And that could have been the end of the episode. Because essentially that is point blank period. Is there any other life lessons you would like to add? Do you have any PSAs of your own? Don't I have nothing really to add? <coughs> My apologies. Because you're still sad. I understand. Because I am sad. <laughs> My vagina is also sad. You know a such thing as a depressed <laughs> vagina, right? <laughs> if you don't know what that is, look it up. Come holla at us in the inbox and tell us what you feel. <laughs> And before I close, we are still looking for relationship issues, problems, questions, concerns, advice. In the ATS inbox, hit us up if you would like us to discuss your situation. Also, like I said, join the page, the Facebook page. Join the group page. Join the UX for it. Um, the Yaffe group page. See if you have what it takes to be a part of the chat. And Bernie's meet and greet. Next Saturday. Yaffe, ATS. That is what? 34th and Samson. University City. That's August 31st at 6.30? Six. 6 o'clock? I thought it was 6. 6 o'clock. Alright. And that's not PC time, right? I'm shouting out everybody at walking after 8. But come through, see us, holler at us. It's going to be a game night. We're going to have a ball because we with the shits. So with that being said, we're going to get out of here and peace. Good night.